it's, it's a bad joke. It, it's a terrible joke. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bonsoir, Elliot, our Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, this is where each week we discuss the current episode of of uh, Mr. Robot. Uh, and I always, uh, as always, I'm Alex, and uh, with me is Josh. Yo. Um, and then right off the bat, I just want to apologize for last week's episode went up way late. Uh, it actually <laughs> went up Wednesday, so the same day that the next episode went up. Um, I was traveling for work and I just, uh, it was hard to find time to edit it together. Um, but this episode is going to be on time, which is good. Yes. So Josh, you want to, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So this is a episode called don't delete me, which was really, really interesting considering the past three episodes we had. Um, is filmed in a really interesting style where you get that letterbox like cinema feel because it starts off with, you know, younger Elliot and his dad collapsing and him going to watch the movie anyway. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. Like that was, that was so messed up. And then, I mean, I kind of got the impression that he like, because when he got, when he sat down, he said like, shh to, an empty seat, basically. It's kind of like the inception of the yeah friend kind of thing. Like, like maybe to him, yeah, his dad didn't actually collapse, and he didn't realize until later. Yeah. I don't know, but it was that was messed up. It was yeah, it was really messed up. So it was um, interesting for me because I watched this episode in three different chunks because I started watching it, and then it was just like too noisy in my house. So I like I paused it, and then I started watching it the next morning. And then everybody else woke up and it got really noisy again. <laughs> so I paused it and um, I took my daughter to the movies when I paused it. And like I did the candy and the popcorn thing. Yeah, I'm definitely and doing that the next time I go to a theater. I never. Yo, yo it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> like we did that. We went and saw Justice League and, uh, you know, got some popcorn with some salt and some butter and some candy poured in it. It was pretty good. Yeah, it is. I I imagine it would be the best way to eat popcorn. It's like, uh, you know, uh, Pittsburgh popcorn or Pittsburgh Company popcorn from when you used to live. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just like that. That's on my list for when I visit is to get some Pittsburgh Company or Pittsburgh Popcorn Company popcorn. Yeah, because it's delicious. It is. But anyway, um, so I love how that kind of that intro led back to. Um, the episode being in like letterbox, you know, 16 by nine or 21 by nine or whatever. Um, it was really cool. I like the film style. Um, the coloring was a little deeper, like you would see in a movie rather than a TV show. Um, the whole episode was like, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it felt like, um, like an indie film almost. Yeah, I I liked the pacing of this episode as kind of like a contrast to what we had gotten the last three episodes. Um, I thought it was it was really well done and like a good change of pace uh, to kind of help us sort of reset from where we were um, and all the craziness that was happening. Uh, I what did you think of uh, Elliot going on his sort of like not fact finding mission, but his like his like redemption mission 
um, to Mobley and Trenton's families? I think it was like, so, I mean, it's clear he was going to kill himself. Like that was his intention, right? Yeah. That's what I um, thought. And he just wanted to kind of say his piece to them and say like, Hey, you're, your relatives, these people you cared about, they weren't what everybody is saying and they are. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. And I had a part to play in it. And, uh, it's kind of depressing, like, especially for like Mobley's brother. Yeah. He's a bit of an asshole. Um, but like, they clearly had an impact on him that I think was necessary, especially obviously Trenton's little brother. Um, that was, that was like the story, like Trenton's little brother. That was the story. This episode it wasn't necessarily Elliot to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was both. I think, um, I, I, I will say this right at the top when, when, uh, Trenton's brother met him at the beach, I was like 85% sure that was a young Rami Malik <laughs> that it was like a hallucination. Like I thought that too. Cause the last time we were at the beach was when Mr. Robot shoved him off of that railing. Yeah. And the kid was like, I don't know how I got here. I don't know where I came from. I don't know how to use a subway. I don't like, I really, really thought like, uh, you know, and it then like the kid couldn't yeah. the, like the kid was just manipulating or well, not manipulating, but the kid was just like lying. But like the kid couldn't answer any questions about, his own life and i was just like this feels to me like a plot elliot device. yeah yeah like elliot's just like imagining this kid and so obviously he doesn't know anything about his family's life because he's not real um yeah. but i liked it though like you got to see this perspective of like this young um like muslim kid like sees his mosque as like a safe place in the city still even with all this shit crumbling down around him and the fact that like he feels like he's not being paid attention to because of all this other stuff with his sister and that he kind of feels invisible and that he's the only one in his family that could run for president, but the, the other people couldn't. And it was just a really like good story. Yeah. And he was also um, kind of like, I, the, the thing that the reason that I say like, this was really about both of them is like the kid, I feel like, you know, saved Elliot, but also like when they go to see the movie, and Elliot is telling him, like, put the candy in the popcorn and shake it up. This is the best way to eat popcorn. And he, they're, like, arguing about the Martian versus Back to the Future. It's like, kind of like Elliot and his dad. Yeah, so, it's like Elliot becomes, like, I I, I thought that, like, because Elliot becomes his dad in that instance. And he's looking out for this little kid. Um, So I, I, I thought it was kind of, it was good. And I also really liked that we didn't see Mr. Robot at all this episode. And it was kind of Elliot dealing with everything. Um, the scene yeah. at the mosque that you brought up is, was really good to me too. Like I, I enjoyed the back and forth between him and the kid and the kid, you know, um, sharing like his perspective on things. Yeah. And then even, even the thing where they were like arguing and he says, I wish you were dead. And Elliot says, so do, so I. do I. Yeah. Um, That's rough. It was, uh, it was good. Cause it was also kind of the, like, you know, people say children see more than you think they see. And like it, it was just a good overall, like kind of almost family moment um, yeah. where they talk about the world and <laughs> Elliot's reassuring this kid 
kind of like unintentionally, I think. Like, I think yeah. he's looking out for the kid, but he's like not sure he's what not to do. Trying, he's not trying to like give this kid a better perspective on things because he's not the type of person to sugarcoat shit. Yeah. Just happened yeah. to be like what someone should have said to Elliot at the same exact time. Yeah. Yeah. Sort so, of like sort of like what Elliot did for Angela in that in that episode when they're both up against the door together. Yeah, yeah. I so, wish game. That's like that's like telling her like hey look this uh, you got used we can get over this that kind of thing. Yeah. So it was really good to see how Elliot is dealing with all this stuff. Um I liked the scene at the beginning uh with with uh darlene yeah um i i think it, i mean i think it was a little shitty to like invite her over to do this thing even though he was yeah. clearly gonna off himself but this shades um, of breaking bad again where he's like i liked it yeah 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 and you, uh, you know what that was that was that was him trying to set her free of the responsibility of what they did that's, yeah, that's like him trying to say, like, I was the architect of all this. It's my fault. Don't take any of the blame yourself. And if I have to be a dick to you to get that point through to you, you know, so be it. Yeah. Um. So I, I really hope, you know, and then Darlene is the one that convinces him to go see uh, Angela, mm-hmm. which, you know, I thought was good. I like I liked. I liked seeing Elliot be the hero again right and not, um not confused about his place yeah yeah i mean he is a little confused this entire episode but like he's figuring it out in a way that like before he wasn't figuring it out like he was fighting against the current i think a lot yeah um so yeah overall overall it was a good episode um i liked him giving up the jacket and then getting it back. I almost thought he was about to get capped when the van door rolled open or like get kidnapped or Dude, something. I did too. I thought he was going to get kidnapped. Um, <laughs> I, and, and then it ended up just being piles of garbage that happened to have the jacket. Yeah. Um, which is insane. Cause they were wheeling it towards the fire. Right. Uh, it's, um, which that was a good scene too. That was, a leading up to that scene, I was thinking about the scene from Spider-Man where he throws the Spider-Man suit in the dumpster and walks away and yeah. decides to not be Spider-Man anymore. Um, it, I thought this episode was, was really good in the way that it sort of rounded out all of that stuff. I think, um, we got tons of good plot development and character development for Elliot. Um, do we want to talk about Mobley's brother? yeah totally um that scene was really good to me because at the very last scene i mean not the fir- the first one was kind of like yeah i like asshole. the last scene because it, it's such a callback to season one where he would you know that very first scene where he vigilante hacks the guy in the coffee shop right yeah i thought the same thing i thought exactly the same thing um yeah. it had a very similar feel it was almost like elliot kind of returning home which i think is purposefully setting up where the show is going to go next. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, it was a completely different parallel to like Trenton's family. where like, they know she didn't, she wasn't who everybody is saying she is. 
And this other guy just buys it hook, line, and sinker because he doesn't like his brother for whatever reason. Maybe because he was smarter or whatever. But um, I, I enjoyed the contrast between the two families in that regard. Speaks yeah, and even like Trenton's family says, you know, his her father says, "Thank you for saying nice things about my daughter." Um, yeah. So did, yeah, did you um, did you happen to freeze frame and read Trenton's email? Remember, she said she had the um, dead man switch. Yeah, so I didn't freeze frame it. I did see, like, I watched the episode twice because uh, I always watch it twice, but. Um, uh, or I always try to watch it twice. Yeah. Uh, so I got to read like parts of it, but I didn't freeze frame it to read it. I just saw I, I that have it, it if said, you'd, "If you'd like it, I can read it." Yeah, That's that would fine. be excellent. All right. So I may have found a way to undo the hack. I've been in guest investigating Romero. He installed hardware key loggers on all the machines at the arcade sometime before five nine. NYPD imaged all of his data after he was murdered, which he wasn't murdered. It was an accident. Um, I was able to get the chain of custody document from the NYPD when they prepared to transfer the evidence to the FBI. They couldn't get into the encrypted keylogger containers. If Romero somehow got a hold of the keys or even the seed data and source code for the encryption tools, the answer might be in those keylogger captures, but the FBI probably has those files now attached. Romero NYPD chain of custody dot PDF. It's the end of the message. <clears throat> so breaking that down for people that may not understand that, essentially keyloggers record the strokes, keystrokes for your keyboards whenever you type them in. And what they're saying is um, <clears throat> if they can record like what the seed data was, so like encryption relies on randomness or pseudo randomness um, in a computer. And <clears throat> basically they're saying if they know what tool was used, and what the, the randomness that was used was, maybe they can replicate the keys to decrypt all of the data, basically, which is what she was alluding to in the end of season two. Yeah. So now Elliot has all that information. Uh, I really think that now you and I are going to get what we have wanted basically the last two seasons, which is Elliot and Darlene are going to work with Dom to... Right, because this is pointing them directly at the FBI. Yeah, it's like a huge call ahead to, you know. What's coming next, what's yeah. What's coming. Well, I, I, and I dig it, especially because Darlene already has that opening introduction with the FBI through Dom. Yeah, so the, the only real question then is, is Angela going to help or is she going <laughs> to, you know, just give up and... She needs to check herself into somewhere. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's still not in a good place. Um, no, but I, mean, I, I don't know. The, the that final season, that, or that final season, the final scene in this episode was really good because we see that she's coming not, around. She's not coping with it very well. Yeah, but she's also. But Elliot, I feel like, is helping. Right. Right. You know, even no matter though, what happens, it's going to be okay. Prayed by her, like. Yeah. You know, I I kind of dug it. So we've got, <clears throat> what else did we see this episode? That was really it. We followed Elliot around because it was kind of his story. Yeah. I mean, it was entirely an Elliot episode. I I really like that the last several episodes have been kind of straightforward too. Um, there's not a lot of like waviness or hand waviness. Um, no, I We're kind of dealing with 
with the character uh, development. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, makes our, our podcast episodes kind of short uh, or shorter than they were, but we've managed to, but it's, it's been good. It's been good. What do you, what do you think about um, when they're in the movie theater and they've decided to go see back to the future too, which I know is your favorite of all the back to the futures. Um, yeah. It's the one that ruins the entire series. <laughs> fucking assholes i i just know what buttons to push. <laughs> it's the um, worst one when they're they're arguing in the line and he's like what's this movie about and like the one guy comes up and offers his oh opinion, yeah it's a great distillation the, of like the of entire online fear of, of like people in fan communities with their theories and i, yeah. I love yeah. i love the woman's response where she says it's just simpler than that it's about how one mistake can change the world. Yeah, which is like a huge, just sort of, you know, wink at the audience. Because, you know, we know. we. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, that was really for Elliot, but I, I dig it. Right? Yeah. Um, do you think uh, the time travel stuff being so in the foreground and so in your face is... Um, misdirection do you are you really still thinking there's time travel going on at all no i i mean i i i don't think so but i also think that the entire time travel plot thing is a little bit of an f you to the audience like this is a very similar i mean the show is really well put together and it's really good and all the characters are really good and the, the plot moves in pretty good ways. So mm. I'm willing to forget it, but it, it start it starts to like get into that gray area, which is, um, kind of where the walking dead lost me was it just continually decided to just like give the audience the finger. And like, I, I want them to just cut it the fuck out. Like, yeah, it, it's not going to happen. Like, there's no reason. Like, it's it feels like they're trolling, and I just want them to cut it out. Like, it's I don't know. It's not gonna, like it's not going to go anywhere because Sam Esmell said like you can't really do time travel midstream. He's already said they're not going to do it. So like, if you're not yeah, going to do like, but at like, the same time, this wouldn't be the first time like somebody running a show said we're not going to do time travel and then did time so, travel. So you and I have had this argument multiple times. The interview, the interview that you're talking about, I read it. You were talking about Lost now, but the interview that you're talking about, I read it, and that's not what he said. No, he said, I'm talking about the podcast. It wasn't an interview. It was the official podcast that they used to do. And in the transcript, it they didn't actually say that. <laughs> that's not what he said. Ah, we're gonna have to. Oh man, we're gonna have to do this other, this whole other thing. I don't want to get into it, but you're wrong. Okay. That's fine. I can be wrong. I don't. I don't need to be right. Uh. Uh. Anyway. But I am. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. That's fine. <clears throat> anyway, back to the episode. Um. I just. Uh. I want them to either go all in or divert, and maybe this other stuff is just his nod to his love of the eighties time travel style movies and stuff like that. Most notably back to the future. I mean, cause this is what three, two episodes in a row. We've gotten back to the future references. Right. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I, it's, uh, it's going to make me so mad. I don't think they're going to do it. I think it's, it's so in your face that it would be, I don't know. Everybody wants the twist. And if you think you saw time travel coming from a mile away and other people didn't, I've got a bridge to sell you. Like <clears throat> the time travels in your face on, on purpose. Um, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Like, but there is a thing though, where like, if you, and we've said this before on this podcast, but if you, if you put something in, mm-hmm. it needs to be in there for a purpose. So like, they're going to have to pay off all this time travel stuff that they've been seeding in. And like, I think that that, like threading that needle is going to be really hard to do in a show that is like really grounded in other ways. Like the, the show is like pretty grounded in its, in its storytelling. Like there's not a lot of like crazy sci-fi elements. So yeah, finding a way to pay it off without jumping the shark is going to be really hard. Yeah. I mean, well, at least with Lost was already a sci-fi show. Right. It was a sci-fi show from the beginning. So Wait, all that very stuff from was the beginning. kind of in the realm of, you know, reality or whatever. But um, I do want to bring up something you said in uh, our last podcast. You said, as soon as the first flux capacitor shows up on the show, you're oh, done. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Um, Asshole. <laughs> I would like to remind you that there was a flux capacitor in this episode. Ah. <laughs> All right, guys, this is the last episode of the podcast. Uh, it's been. It's been fun. Um, it's been fun. You know. Fuck. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, uh, I'm bringing you that. You got out. me. <laughs> you got me. Uh, All right, fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll just stop watching. Uh, it's been fun hosting this podcast with you. I uh, yeah. Um, Sad to see it go. We'll just um, press rewind and pretend that you didn't say that. Yeah, I'll go back and edit that out of the thing. It'll just be like, it'll more just be more, like thirty more, seconds more of of dead space redacted audio. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so we also um, just just off on a tangent. We also found out how Trenton got her name because they said, "Where yeah. were you born?" And he said, "Trenton," like Which, in New Jersey. Which is what her like hacker handle was. Which is really, you know, really low key. Well, she loved her brother. I mean, right. She said said it before that like, um, uh, you know, he's probably freaking out and stuff. So, so we also this week didn't get a payoff on that previously on CS thirty stuff with Gideon, which is a little weird. Um, So that's got to be relevant coming up here soon. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you want to do character rundowns? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I feel great about Elliot. I guess that's a great place to start since this is entirely his episode. Elliot episode, yeah. Um, I feel really good about seeing this whole like self-redemption arc, even though he. I don't know how much money you need to buy that much morphine, but holy shit. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is overkill. (laughs) 
think of much cheaper ways to off myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. I like the fact that we got to watch him build a computer because, you know, why not? Um, I like the whole story, honestly, the, just the following him from his dad collapsing in the theater to um, kind of him taking on that kind of parent role for uh, Trenton's little brother. I really dug it. Yeah, I uh, I also yeah I like that. I kind of get the feeling now. Is, um, uh, back to where he was at the beginning of the show. Well, like, I th- I, th- I think him putting up the mirror at the end is kind of meant to symbolize that he can look at himself again. Yeah. So, um, ready to get back to work. So to speak. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Like, I'm excited to see him be Elliot, be a hero and be like with a purpose again. Yeah. yeah. Be the guy in the first episode that really got me to watch the show. Like that first scene of the first episode of the show. Yeah. That scene is the whole reason that I loved this show and like even started watching it. Yeah. I really Um, liked it. Um, especially whenever like you recommended it to me and I binged the entire entirety of like the four episodes I had missed or something like that. And yeah, sitting. Um, so how do you feel about Darlene? No real change from last week. Um, feel a little bad for her because he hit her with some heavy shit. Um, but I think he's going to be treating her differently moving forward. Um, yeah. And I, I, I hope they don't off her. I, I want her there with him whenever they decide to do whatever it is they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I still like, I'm kind of rooting for her and Elliot to patch things up and be a family again. Uh, and hopefully, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Angela in this whole thing. Like, I still kind of don't know if I want her to get a happy ending or not, but. Um, I, I kind of want to see her get one, but I also want to see, you know, she's going to have to live with the weight of what she did. Just like Elliot, yeah. will, obviously, right? No one right. get no one right. gets out of this untouched. Yeah. So to speak. Um, and then what was Trenton's brother's name? I actually don't remember. Did did we ever get Tom. his name? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm wrong. Someone correct us. Um, tweet at us <laughs> if you know his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I oh man. I liked him. Like I, I want them to go see The Martian. I, I kind of do too, because it was also a really good book slash movie. And yeah. you know, Matt Damon yeah. is just great. I kind of yeah. hate Matt Damon, but that's beside the point. Oh, we didn't talk about the sucker. Oh, when he starts crying, yeah. he's like, "You still gonna yeah. go do that important thing you gotta do?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, here." That that like the- <laughs> moment was really good when he hands him the he hands him the sucker and says, "Like, because you said you were sick." Yeah. And like it just sort of closed out the whole emotional arc of the episode. Yeah, because he's like, "Hey, will you take me to the movies again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I mean, that that was kind of like the period at the end of that whole sentence. 
Right, so, right. Um, and I think that's everybody that we saw this episode. We didn't see... I don't really care about Mobley's brother at all. Like, fuck, fuck that, that guy. Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's an asshole. Um, um, so while we're still on the Elliot train, though, do you think young Elliot, the one that was mean, was his alter ego when he said, no, I don't forgive you? Oh, man. Do you think it started that early? Ah, oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Because, like, yeah, you, you could see... Oh, man, you could see that like getting pushed out of the out of the um window because like even in the doctor's office last season when he's at the doctor's office and they're like going over what happened yeah what happened even in that scene when he's talking to the doctor he's kind of like a jerk Mm -hmm. so you could see where like getting pushed out of the window is the catalyst um and not his father's death right and that would actually make a lot of sense because they've called out being shoved out of the window so many times well they keep bringing it up yeah. So I'm thinking it's got to be significant to some degree. No. That- oh, we should also talk about um we should also talk about the ice cream truck driver uh and War of the Worlds and he says no, it's it, um it's about perseverance. When- yeah. You mean oys yeah. oys cream. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> And then but it even it even harkens back cuz he says like even though everything happens like you know things get fakatka for a while but in the end humanity actually perseveres and that even like rounds out the line at the end it's like no matter what happens we'll be okay yeah um it's uh yeah i completely forgot about that guy that guy was awesome um also just that the world's going to shit and he's still willing to like how about this guy on the street <laughs> that like is you it's know, just, just wandering around especially considering that city's like like falling the fuck apart yeah um, yeah. Oh, uh I th- oh the kid's name is Muhammad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um Were you doing some background googling? Yeah. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. All right. Well, I, I don't really think there was much else, right? We saw Darlene from our main list of characters. We saw Darlene, we saw Elliot, and we saw Angela. Yeah. And we yeah. obviously saw Edward Alderson before he was Mr. Robot. Right, right. So episodes in a good place. We've got two more episodes left this season, right? So Yeah, yeah. Um this coming week we will try to get the recording done probably a little earlier than we usually do because I'm going on vacation. And the following week we'll I don't know, maybe be a day or two late because I'll be getting back from vacation and I'm not taking any devices with me. So Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, that's going to round us out for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Bonsoircast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um, and if you can leave us a review in any of those places, we'd greatly appreciate it. As always, uh, we'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>